G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Thank you, Neil. Nice to be with you. It's great to have your input when it comes to this issue of Christmas because sometimes we think of that Bible story and, you know, you've got uh, the baby born in the manger in Bethlehem. Uh, But what huge impact happened at that time uh, when God himself reached into our world and his son was born. The incarnation. Uh, That word sometimes needs a little bit of... uh, expounding upon. I'm wondering whether uh, you've got some insights when it comes to the incarnation. Well, the incarnation is simply uh, God manifest in flesh. And I like the way that Paul does express it in his letter to Timothy. Uh, Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Um, it's interesting to note, he doesn't say it was a manifestation of God, but it was God manifest. So it's not just a godly person who appears and represents God. Well, that's interesting because uh, as I reflect on the Old Testament and when we talk about theophanies and uh, appearances of God in the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. who we would say that's Jesus himself appeared, you're saying that's different. This is not just a manifestation. This is God manifest, different to those. Absolutely. Here is God in flesh. And uh, this is the marvel and the mystery of the incarnation. And the birth of Jesus uh, is not just um, a baby born. I like the way that Isaiah puts it in uh, his prophecy. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. You might say, well, aren't those two things the same? Well, they are and they are not. Because It seems to be so distinctive. The child is born. That is, Mary was the vehicle that the father used to bring forth the son uh, into humanity, to be totally identified with us in our human nature and likeness. But then it says, a son is given, not a son is born, a son is given because he was the eternal son. And to me, this is the wonderful way in which the word of God brings out this marvelous truth. Now, this touching of humanity by God himself manifest in the flesh, 
How important is that in the whole scheme of what we look at when we look from Genesis through Revelation, that this event happens, uh, that very first Christmas, that God is manifest? Yes, it is so important. Um, in fact, I I wonder if, in general, the church fails to c- continuously bring before the people the the truth of the incarnation it is a vital element in the whole gospel message the the wonderful redemptive purposes of god um it was so important that the savior of mankind does come from humanity but who could save sinners if they were just another sinner? It was impossible. So it's not just the death of a man. It's the death of a sinless man. So the incarnation was absolutely essential. The virgin birth was so crucial to this whole gospel uh, achievement. I'm interested when you say we almost underrate Christmas because we ignore the importance of the incarnation because sometimes uh, in the scheme of our lives we look at Easter time and we talk about what happened at the cross and the resurrection as being almost more important than what happens at Christmas. But really what happens at Christmas uh, is, is wrapped up in the whole reason for why Easter becomes so important. Sure. Uh, It was so crucial to the uh, achievement of man's redemption that the one who would accomplish that was without sin. Only God knows the extent of sin. So, logically, only God could provide the solution to the human problem. And he did so himself. I like the way that um, Abraham responds to Isaac when God had told him to go up to Mount Moriah, take his son uh, Isaac with him, and that he was to offer him up as a burnt offering. It was rather a a strange, uh, well, not just a request, a command from God, because God had said that through this child, all the nations of the earth would be blessed. And now he is uh, telling Abraham to take his son and to offer him up as a sacrifice, a burnt offering. And of course, without any hesitation, it says early the next morning, uh, he, he takes the journey, takes his son with him, And then he actually puts his son onto that altar and even lifts the knife to plunge it into him. When, of course, uh, God himself stops that procedure. (laughs) But the point was this. When they were going to the the altar at Moriah, Isaac said, but, Dad, where's the lamb? And he doesn't say, God shall provide a lamb. 
I like the way he says it. God himself shall provide the lamb. And it seems as in that there is a profound revelation that only when we come into the New Testament do we grasp the, the, uh, the full significance of it, that God provides his own self to be the sacrifice for the sins of the world. So at the incarnation, when we wake up on Christmas morning, we're reflecting on and contemplating the real meaning of Christmas. This is such a, an incredible mystery that has unfolded when God himself has been provided as the sacrificial lamb in Christ, who would eventually die on the cross. But this is the significance of the incarnation, what we'll celebrate this coming Christmas. Yes, of course, it, it was there in type in the Old Testament where the, um, the offering was taken out from the flock. It was examined, of course, so that there was no impurity, no blemish whatsoever with that lamb, and then it was sacrificed. Iron Morgan is our guest. We'll come back and talk some more in just a moment. We're talking Christmas and the Incarnation. To stay with us. Oh yes, there's no question that. Um, so very often, the, the the deepest meaning, the true significance of Christmas, is missed uh, by so many people. Um, that scripture in Luke, where the message is that there was going to be a child born, and to you is born. This day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I, I, I've given this some thought because I began to see that one of the, 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 the greatest and most common of mistakes made at Christmas is that um, we, we, we focus upon the infant when the, the word that came to Mary, was unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I wonder sometimes if perhaps at Christmas we're more taken up with the lowliness of Jesus than the Lordship of Jesus. Because we focus on this almost poverty-stricken idea that uh, you've got Mary and Joseph arriving at the end. It's like, they're homeless. Uh, they've got to go into the stable. Uh, and the Son of God is born in lowliness. You're saying we don't actually focus on the uh, the value of who he is, who is being born in that stable. No, I, I think that there's a lot of sentiment and humanness uh, about people's thinking of Christmas. And let's remember, too, that the majority of people who we say celebrate Christmas don't celebrate Christ. It's another uh, opportunity for them to indulge in all manner of, uh, of, of festivity. Um, the interesting thing is that in the Scriptures we are never instructed to uh, remember Christmas it's not a festival in the early Christian church. Um, not like in the communion service, the breaking of bread, 
where Paul says, I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread and, and blessed it and break it and said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. He also mentions it with regards to the cup, which was a symbol of the blood of Christ shed for the remission of our sins. Um, so that now we have this perpetuated, uh, p- perpetual remembrance of the death and the resurrection of Christ. We're never told to, to uh, remember his birth. So is it accidental that we celebrate Christmas? Because uh, this is a festival that Christians have caught on to, uh, replacing some pagan festivals of the past. And yet, uh, while we're not commanded to to actually celebrate Christmas, isn't this something that Christians ought to do? Well, I've always said that um, I don't celebrate Christmas uh, in the sense of it, uh, and may I just pause there, there are those sincere Christians and, of course, some of the cults that say we should never celebrate Christmas. It is a pagan festival. And, um, you know, they will go back in history and and give their proofs for that. But I feel that I am not celebrating Christmas in that worldly and pagan or traditional sense, I feel it is a tremendous opportunity for the church not only to reflect upon the incarnation, but to take opportunity to to bring the message to the world as to who it is that is supposedly celebrated at at Christmas. It's Christ and why he came into the world. Um, To me, I I guess that in in the church and churches, you, you can correct me if you think that I'm missing a point here, but how many times, Neil, how many times in the calendar of the church or in the preaching of the church do you have pastors and Bible teachers expounding on the Incarnation. It's rare, isn't it? Rare, Hmm. you see. And yet it is such an essential element of our gospel. Iron, let's talk about where the rubber hits the road here because uh, it's very well to say we ought to talk about the Incarnation. We ought to have a focus really on the spiritual aspect of how we communicate as a church in that time. Uh, Some people will say, well, you know, I'm not Iron Morgan. I can't actually articulate those things in the way that you're able to do. And uh, how am I going to bring that into my family setting? How do you propose that people actually make a change and make Christmas a more spiritual event than just the secular worldliness that we sometimes see? Yeah, well, I think this is very important, particularly in our Christian families. Um, I thank God that I was raised up in a Christian home and uh, I had godly parents back in Wales. Um, they never kind of uh, conveyed Christmas in the mystical sense of Santa Claus and all the rest of it. We understood what Christmas was about. And you don't have to be a theologian and to 
as you, using your terms, articulate the profound meaning of the incarnation uh, when we are talking with our children. The, the wonderful thing is the, the, the message of Christ coming into this world uh, can be conveyed very simply so that our children do understand that we are not celebrating Christmas as other people mindlessly, but rather we are thinking upon a specific point in time in human history when God came into humanity in this uh, remarkable and glorious way of, of identity with us in human nature and likeness. Well, if that's not food for thought and an encouragement to make a change about how we think about Christmas and communicate these deep and mysterious truths to our children, uh, something's wrong. But uh, Iron Morgan is our guest. Iron, uh, one of Australia's great Bible teachers. And Iron, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for talking to us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's been a joy to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.